I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Welcome to the Surpass Community Podcast. Hello and hello to everyone who's watching me live on LinkedIn. I uh, hope it's all working well and you can hear me okay. Um, so my name's Tim Burnett and here's just the, a bit of an update from the Surpass Community this week. So first of all, we've got exciting news to announce a new SPAS community member. Let me bring them up there. Uh, so the Royal Society for Public Health has joined the SPAS community. Uh, you'll find news and information on the SPAS.com website if you go to the news. Um, it's really interesting with uh, these guys is they did a big survey uh, with their uh, test centers and their candidates, et cetera, to find out which qualifications uh, they wanted to move to e-assessment and also how they wanted that to work. So it's worth having a good read of their website to find out more information about that. And we welcomed them and uh, everyone, um, hopefully there'll be more news announcements about other past community members joining as well. So uh, welcome to a, a growing and loving family. Um, other great news is that we were um, the overall winner in a uh, an award for the new help site for the uh, SPAS platform. So the guys have been working really hard. There's been a lot of user experience, uh, discussion and negotiation and engagement with, with customers to find out what they wanted uh, from the new help site. Um, it's been kind of slowly launched over uh, the past few weeks. Uh, there was a bit of a session at, it, at the conference uh, where we invited people to give their feedback, learn more about it. Uh, this is an ongoing uh, consultation process. So we do welcome more information and news uh, uh, from people as they get to use it. Um, then other news. Um, so this past community conference uh, took place, um, if you haven't heard. Um, I'll go through some of the events and stuff that are coming up soon, but I just want to share with you a few clips from the conference. Uh, the first one is from David Price, OBE. Uh, David gave a keynote at the conference um, and he talked a lot about momentum and the power of us, which is the focus of his uh, new book. Um, now, I'm going to play this one first, and I'm going to play uh, some other clips from these past community, which I think will really reinforce some of the excellent work that we are doing towards making and keeping that momentum going. So here's David talking at this past conference. The OECD recently talked about the fact that the coronavirus pandemic could change education forever. And frankly, I hope that it does. Um, I, I think change has always been incremental in, in education, and we saw throughout the, the pandemic we saw the acceleration of innovation across the board in all sorts of um, aspects of our lives so why should education be any different um, we were already seeing in australia where i, I do quite a lot of work their equivalent of the the a levels it's a thing called atar to ranking a single figure ranking um, that was being questioned and and saying can we not replace this with a kind of learner profile which would be more useful for universities. Um, and, and, and in the US, there's been a growing kind of sense that standardized testing wasn't really fit for purpose anymore. So we were seeing this momentum, but it wasn't just a, a problem in search of a solution. We, there actually are alternatives that are out there being implemented right now. And I think we can take some heart from them really. 
So that was David talking at this past conference. Um, we then had a community update from uh, Gavin, and Gavin's been uh, is part of AlphaPlus uh, Consultancy, and they've been working alongside us uh, for a Welsh project for the uh, national progress testing. I'll play you a clip from Gavin just updating us, but I think what's really pertinent to me about this is what David's talking about, and the idea of as providing um, more personalised and uh, alternative approaches to testing. Alpha Plus and the Welsh Government and the, the National uh, Progress Testing Programme that's been going on has started to see some real significant effects uh, and benefits from uh, from the work that they've been doing and how that's worked uh, on the return from COVID. So here's Gavin talking from Alpha Plus as part of a community update at this past conference. Hello, everybody. I'm Gavin Buzzatorello from Alpha Plus. Um, first of all, big welcome to the uh, uh, BTL Annual Surpass User Conference. Um, what a year we've had since the uh, since the last one. Um, first of all, I'd like to say how incredibly proud I am of all of the team at uh, Alpha Plus uh, who switched overnight to the new world of homeworking and have been working hard uh, for the last six months to deliver for our customers. Uh, we've been helping them with some of the immense challenges, things like trying to uh, deliver qualifications and uh, and grades in a world where paper exams have disappeared overnight. Uh, helping many of those clients actually make the transition at great speed onto online assessment and, uh, and remote invigilation. Uh, and for us, the big headline thing has been we've continued to deliver online adaptive national assessments in, uh, in Wales. For many learners who have been out of school for six months, you know, the big question has been, how has that absence from school affected their learning and their progress? Well, Welsh schools are lucky enough thanks to the online adaptive assessments to have a fully standardized measure uh, and a personalized test that learners can take. And I'm very pleased to say that in the first three weeks of term, we've had uh, over seven and a half thousand learners already logging on and getting their personal results. So it's been a really uh, successful year for us and I hope to catch up with a lot of you through the conference. So there's some really, truly great work that's been done there by uh, the Welsh Government, uh, everyone involved as part of the project, so Alpha Plus ourselves uh, and WJC have uh, been working on the, that as well. So uh, I think it's worth watching that and keeping an eye on it if you are interested in those kind of alternative approaches to um, uh, to assessment. Next up, we have uh, Amanda from uh, Danison Company, uh, just providing us a bit of a, an update as to some of the successes that they've um, experienced over the uh, past few months. Uh, so this is Amanda talking as part of this past conference. Hi everyone, I'm Amanda Dana, CEO and lead psychometrician of Danis & Company. We are a psychometric partner of Surpass. Um, and just thinking of some of the successes that we've had since we've been partnering with Surpass, um, I'd have to say that my favorite so far is AGMT. They're one of our favorite clients and they were a little bit hesitant about switching to remote proctoring. And of course, remote proctoring is on everybody's mind right now. Um, and I know that a lot of groups are a little bit nervous about making this switch and maintaining their accreditation or their regulatory approval. Um, and AGMT was on that list. They were a little bit nervous about it. And we did a pilot study with some of their candidates and it went so well. And they all had great things to say about it. Great candidate feedback. They made the switch to remote proctoring. They maintained their ANSI accreditation. Um, I was happy to help them through that process. And they are successfully now administering their 
uh, accredited program using remote proctoring. And it was something that industry was not quite ready for yet. And unfortunately, the circumstances kind of forced them to make a decision. And it has turned out really, really well. And so the Surpass team was very helpful at getting them all the information that they needed to make that transition. And uh, again, I was happy to support them and to partner with Surpass to make that happen. So some fantastic news there of uh, successes and good news stories from the Surpass community. Um, we obviously were welcome to hear more uh, updates. We've got a few that we've uh, stored up as part of the conference, but we're always on the lookout for new news and information and experiences that people are having at the moment. Now, Amanda mentioned about the uh, AGMT experience with online proctoring. Uh, they're actually going to be speaking as part of the Beyond Multiple Choice uh, conference. So let me just share what the events are coming up first. So I'll snip that first. Uh, so Beyond Multiple Choice um, is taking place on the 3rd of uh, November. It's a virtual conference. Um, I know I was talking to Martin Rhodes, one of the organizers. The organizers. They've had over a 1,000 people sign up to that conference. So it's really worth uh, looking out for that one. Um, and then we've got these past previous, uh, which I will, um, well, I'll mention now as well. Uh, so that's on the 5th of November. Um, if you want to sign up to that then, um, or see any of the other webinars that we do, so go to spass.com slash webinars, uh, or you can sign up directly by going to spass.com slash sign up. As part of that, uh, the guys will be talking about uh, some of the latest features that are coming into this past platform, um, particularly the standard setting uh, feature, which has been, a, a, it, it's created so much buzz uh, recently that we're really looking forward to that. And I think that really helps and will play to this idea of remote working, remote you know, development, uh, test development work that people will be taking place. Because you know, obviously people are going to be restricted from getting together uh, in uh, in groups to do that work normally. Uh, so we need to look at remote options. So it's worth looking at that as an option for a remote standard uh, setting. Uh, other events, uh, then just to mention as well, is the ICE conference, which has gone virtual. Uh, that was due to take place in Miami. Um, I know that a lot of people are going to really miss the uh, the in-person event because it's a very personal conference. Uh, we're going to be supporting that as best we can. Uh, we'll have a virtual presence there as well um, and more details to follow on that as we go through. Um, okay, so that's uh, kind of the events, I suppose, that have uh, taken place. Um, Next up really is the survey results from this past conference. So every year we ask questions after people have been to the conference, what they liked, what they didn't like. Uh, we obviously get a lot of comments back about the sandwiches and things like that and the toilet facilities. Obviously that didn't matter this year because it was all virtual. Uh, so let's just go through some of the responses. Um, so uh, we asked people um, how they thought it compared uh, with other virtual events they've been. And brilliantly, 50% of people said they thought it was way better. Another 15% or so said it was about the same, which is uh, which is good. That's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, I think there was only really one person that um, said that they uh, didn't quite enjoy it. So um, I, I'm going to take that as a, a pretty uh, successful achievement. And I think from all the feedback and comments we've had, I think we did a damn good job. Um, and then overall user experience, obviously it's a virtual event. We want to make sure the video quality, audio quality, everything is pretty good. Uh, 4.7, uh, which I think is pretty good out of five. I know there were a couple of audio lag issues and we're working with the teams to try and resolve those, but I think that was more of a legacy of doing such a big event. Um, but it's one that we always have to learn about. Next up was um, the content that we had. So I suppose this is looking forward to the future events and what we'd like to, uh, people like to see. So people are looking for more, uh, as product updates. Um, we do try and kind of 
balance uh, the wider industry views as well as the the product stuff but there's obviously a demand for more stuff there so um, i suppose one uh, approach to that is to make sure you check in with the community webinars the uh, release webinars all the information that we're putting out there so if you go to this past.com website you'll see a whole host of re recordings there that you can watch um, and if you do want any more information about the product then get in touch drop me a line and uh, we'll see what we can do um, the user groups and special interest groups. Now, a bit of a mixed response on this one. If you remember, we did it as two, uh, for both sessions, uh, two 20-minute uh, slots. So for the user groups, they had 20 minutes, then there's a bit of a break, and then you got to go to a second option for your user group. Um, a lot of people found them very useful. Um, people found them quite useful. The, looking at the feedback and the comments that have come through, I think the main criticism was about the uh, shortness of time for discussing some quite important topics. So the plan is to look at the ones that were really popular and the ones that um, had a lot of uptake and just try and address that by having a bit more of a rolling program of uh, interesting topics going forward. So uh, I know, for instance, AI marking was uh, quite a popular one. And uh, I'll try and twist Jim Crawford's arm to uh, run that session uh, again as a longer session. And then um, socializing networking is obviously a fundamental part of any event that we go to. Uh, so um, I think I suppose the acknowledgement was 60% of people saying it was as good as it could be. And what's lovely there is 20% uh, exceeded expectations. Now, the what we did was we used the Remo platform for networking. If you've not seen it, it's pretty awesome. We used it at ATP. Uh, we're going to plan on using it at a couple of events coming up soon. So the idea is you've got a series of tables. When you enter the event, you can see where people are on those tables. You can join those tables, and then you're in a smaller conversation. It's not like Zoom where you go in, there's 25 people um, all trying to speak over the top of each other. It it's a more structured way to have a bit of networking. And really, honestly, it is as good as it gets. I think a lot of people quite enjoyed the magician that we had wandering around as well. And then finally, um, looking ahead to next year, myself and the team got together to have a conversation about what next year might look like. And I think it's quite interesting looking at the calendar of events coming up and what people are planning is um, it's a very uncertain future. I know a lot of events are basically looking to do virtual stuff uh, next year as opposed to in person. I think if there is going to be any events, it will be very regionalized um, and you'll have to have quite small numbers. I know here in the UK, uh, as we went through the winter phase, um, numbers for events, um, for things like uh, weddings and stuff have been reduced dramatically. Um, so it's unlikely that business conferences will get high numbers in there. But 35% um, of people want the in-person um, experience. I get that. People really do quite enjoy it. And I love coming to the past conference because we always uh, throw a, a nice bash uh, with it. 5% um, happy with the virtual. Uh, which is good. And I know we reached a lot of people that we never would reach before. So I was talking with a couple of customers who were able to send staff members and join themselves who just have never had the ability to be able to come along to the conference. So they've all got a chance to experience it along with stuff at the BTL as well. And then 60% of people are quite happy with it, the idea of a mix. What that mix will look like, I don't know. Um, we Any ideas, um, I'm welcome to hearing people's thoughts and suggestions. If you're attending an event that you, in the coming months and you think they're finding the perfect blend of virtual and uh, in-person or small group gatherings or anything like that, then please do let me know. I'm, I'm really um, keen to hear people's experiences. I'm getting quite into this whole uh, virtual event planning and it's quite exciting. 
So that's it from me. Thank you for your time. I hope that was uh, was interesting. And I look forward to seeing you again soon, uh, hopefully next week. Um, and uh, take care and stay safe. Uh, that's it from me. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, visit Surpass.com. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.